Jello Podcast. Thanksgiving edition. Brian Upshaw here. Matt Young here. Matt Young over there. Frequent contributor and neighbor. One of the best. I am the best. Yep. Uh, Thanksgiving edition 2013. www.jellopodcast.com at jellopodcast. If you want to follow us on the Twitter, please subscribe uh, on the iTunes. We'd love to have you. We've got a good show tonight, my man. I hope so. We're going to cover a lot of ground. Yeah. So try to keep up. I'll try. Just kidding. That's liquor, son, right there in <laughs> front of you. What are we drinking tonight? What is this if you got? Uh, Russell's Reserve. Russell's Reserve, yeah. That's Small right. batch. Ten-year-old. All right, you're on break here. Um, we've got family time coming up. Uh, you learned about sophisticated lasers today. Oh, God, we're going to start with this? <laughs> we are. Uh, on the Jello Potting Cast, we always talk about sex and flex and booze and vans, music, technology now. Technology. That's right, technology. You sat through a lecture today on how a laser works. How to build one or how one works? How they work, yeah. Not how to build one. <laughs> Not quite yet. Can you tell the listener how... A laser works. I can sort of tell you how it works. All right. All right. Um, I don't know when to begin here. So okay. where do we begin? So basically, you have. <coughs> you is have it like a laser blaster that Ol Han uses? It's kind of like the Force, actually. Are you familiar with Star Wars? Uh, of course, uh, the listener is too. I'm sure. Um, yeah. It's so cold here this time of year that I cut open a ton, <laughs> ton with a, uh, a lightsaber just to get get some warmth out of it. <laughs> No, go ahead. Uh, so it's a, uh, it's basically a semiconductor mm-hmm. that uh, <coughs> somehow they basically th- when they they uh, they f- they throw a current through the semiconductor and it produces uh, photons mm-hmm. and then somehow it they produce gain. Okay. Uh, where actually it's producing more photons than it's losing or okay. something like that. All right. Um, <laughs> You're asking me. Yeah, that's, I'm sorry. That's it's crazy. Uh, this is one lecture I was in, so sure, I, I, sure. I'm not an expert by any means. Oh, I thought you'd be able to regurgitate the entire <laughs> 115 minutes of it or whatever. But basically, if they do it at the right uh, frequency, mm-hmm. then uh, they'll get this crazy gain, uh, and they'll basically be producing... Uh, More than what you're given. Oh, wait. Well... Sounds like I mean, fusion almost. You're, you're not violating any laws of conservation or anything, but okay. it's... But it's uh, the 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 gain you because you have to put in the energy to to get this gain right. It's not it's not free. The love the energy you give is equal to the <laughs> laser you get. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's and a Beatles song. Yeah. It's it's so basically uh, yeah you create this and you get you basically get light that is at a, like all the light you're producing for this laser is at a, at, at a very specific frequency. Okay. Can you make a fat laser versus a skinny laser or is it? Yeah, All sure. Actually, uh, no. Actually, like absolutely. The same. So, in mean, actual actuality, lasers uh, that they're not they're not normally just straight lines. They're actually they they, they just it's like a light bulb. Oh, and really? Yeah, and uh, they have. Uh, but the ability to focus the, it. The equipment it. that they have, since they know that, since they know the frequency of this light, right? Yeah. They're able to create these amazing uh, mirrors. And not like your traditional mirror, uh, like in like just a metal backing. Yeah. But like not the uh, one I do my hair in every morning. But these <laughs> these amazing mirrors where it's like uh, all these different uh, uh, incident layers, which basically 
have a better refraction or reflection of uh, than than an actual standard mirror really? does, and it actually basically they are able to concentrate b- because they know the wavelength. They can do this, okay, I get uh, it. and they can basically concentrate this this light into a, like a tight beam. Um, in the movie uh, with Val Kilmer, um, you may be able to help me with this. Uh, com- Total Genius. Uh huh. Yeah, I remember that movie. Uh, That's a good movie, man. The laser that they made uh, actually escaped the building and burned a hole in like everything it touched for miles away. Uh, I, I would without a mirror, I guess it would do that. No. Uh, so that movie was total bullshit. Oh yeah. <laughs> Especially the part where it I'm filled up a two-story house with popcorn. I'm not saying it's not possible. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, I'm not saying it's not possible, but like if you, if you wanted a laser. To do that, it would require a shit ton of energy, and I can't see college kids having that kind the of kind of power, that, that kind of kind energy of available. Money. Yeah. Okay. You'd have. Yes. Yeah, did they give you an example of the laser, sophisticated laser today, or did it just like in theory? We talked about how the fucking things built. Yeah, worked. they just talked in theory. Okay. It was all very much theory. Yeah. It all right. And math, which is just theory, really. But. Yeah. Math is universal. That's right. And it's confusing as hell. On the Jello Podcast tonight, here's how we're going to lay it out, Matt All right. Young. Lay All it right. on me, man. Uh, sophisticated lasers to begin so that we set the tone and lend ourselves credibility. All right. Uh, Thanksgiving edition. We're going to talk about some Thanksgiving stories, some shit you've seen with the family, um, a couple things you may have experienced that you really liked also. Um, uh, liquor store. There was a line at the liquor store because there's a run on liquor because the things closed. Uh, Texas blue laws are a reason for that, oh and God, those yeah. things are so crazy. We're gonna get to that. Um, our music segment tonight will be bands that should have made it. Yeah. Yep. And sax offenders. And sax offenders. That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, we're gonna have a break for the sports rundown. We'll get to that some other time, but uh, I think that's enough to cover for now. So, uh, without further ado. Thanksgiving stories. Do you have any? I have one to lead off with. Let's do it. But it's not. it didn't happen to me. A friend of mine, J- uh, Jake, his wife uh, went to a family. What? Is this the same Jake? No, it's a different guy. Okay, I'm sorry. Anyway, they're from Ohio. So they, they go to their family deal, and they have an uncle that, like, really, I think he drinks a little too much. Maybe. We all have that uncle. I love it. I love it. <laughs> this guy's great. Anyway, he... Uh, he's like a space invader. Okay. Yeah. So. What's that even mean? I don't even. <laughs> well, he like gets in your personal space and shit like that. Oh. Oh. Okay. Plus he's he's, he's a close lit. talker. Uh, yeah. He's plus he's lit on bourbon or whatever, uh, and so. Anyway, he at one point, like after the prayer, right before they eat, he leans over to my friend Jake's wife Molly and like, he, he like hugs on her a little too much and like kisses her face. What? <laughs> <laughs> and Molly, she doesn't like this. I don't know a woman that would, but yeah, anyway, no she looks at him like, get me out of here. And he'd done a couple of other overt, maybe covert things before <laughs> and already bothered her. And he goes, she does not like that. Stop it. And like the whole vibe in the whole house. Oh, just like, demolished. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But... But he's like, God damn, this he, guy fucking He got needed it. to hear it, man. He sure did. It's just an, it's unfortunate to have it happen at a family event. Yeah, and if you know this guy, Jake, he's not the kind of person that would be like, hey, fucking cut that shit out. So for him to do that, it must have... Took a lot of... Yeah. He must have, like, touched her butt. Oh, man. Like, grabbed her hand when they were going for a fork or something. You know, who fucking 
Anyway. It's creeping all up on her. Yeah, man. Family <laughs> style, though. Family style. Marona, Chihuahua. <laughs> That's funny. That's but there's something man. you do. Good story. There's some, yeah, great. There's something you do every year. You go, uh, you take a camping trip. Yeah. But not I with go. family. No, no, it's not family. Uh, so, to kind of lead up to it a little bit, uh, when I first came to Austin, uh, my neighbor, my other neighbor, not you, because yeah. you're, you're my, uh, one of my neighbors, but my other neighbor. Sure. Uh, the Ridges Cofield Farms. Folks. That's right. And uh, Hi, we're guys. all very close here. We uh, he, he invited me to play volleyball. And I, m- I met this great group of people. Yeah. And they're, it's really interesting. They're really close, but they don't like hang out with each other all the time. You know, they just, they're, they're just friends. Yeah. And they get together every once in a while. They play volleyball or they'll go camping or whatever. It's not like a book club. Like we're gonna meet every month on no. the third Thursday. No, they actually have a they have a, a a mail list, like a Yahoo Yahoo group. Okay. And like they'll throw out stuff like, "Hey, I'm gonna go see uh, this band playing down at Threadgills or something. Who wants to join Anybody me?" Anybody interested? Yeah, and they'll be like, oh, "I'll go." You know, it's just kind of that that kind of thing. Yeah. But like every Thanksgiving, they have this tradition where they go down to Wimberley. Which is for the listeners south of Austin, kind of a hippie enclave. Yeah, beautiful hill it's country. It's a beautiful, beautiful country. I yeah, love that area. Uh, I do too. I love that cr- that river, creek, whatever you want to call it, going through there, which flooded. It's the Blanco. Uh, is it the Blanco? I think it's the Blanco River. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyways, so he has this. Wha- uh, one of the guys has five acres out there, just outside of Wimberley. Yeah. And Pretty he hasn't. Place, then. He hasn't really. He's built a, like a little one, like a twelve by twelve cabin. Geodesic dome, no, not a dome, <laughs> but just like a one, like a ten, like a twelve by twelve cabin. Yeah, but he installed a five thousand gallon uh, water collection cistern yeah. out there. Yeah, and uh, so, he, but it, but he has, and he, he he did that because he 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 doesn't have any water going out there, right? Sure, but he does have power, so he does have like electricity, good, but, but just no water. So he has this one little room cabin, mm-hmm. and a hot tub. My God! <laughs> Hold the phone, everyone. I'm not even kidding. He has his hot tub in the middle of nowhere. The smartest thing you could have, and the best money spent, <laughs> would be on a hot tub. He he gets the water from his his the rain collection cistern. Uh huh. And so he never runs out of water. He always has water for the hot tub, and the power obviously heats the hot tub. I was out there. I would love that if he was tapping into like a neighbor five acres away, <laughs> like, kind of like sort of. He's actually using the power. He's actually uh <coughs> an electrical engineer as well. He is. There's actually I think three guys. Hot tubs pull a lot of freaking amps, <laughs> my friend. <laughs> they do. He's uh, but I I think in this group though there's like uh, three other guys besides besides me that are mm. electrical engineers. So I mean even wow, okay. Yeah. This is kind of funny to me because it's it's like birds of a feather flock together but these guys are uh, but, but not I would have never you guessed. You planned it. I would have never it guessed. Yeah. It's up that way. That that these guys uh, were like that because I mean when I first met him I was like these guys are all straight up hippies yeah you know and well I well you said wait you said what's that were hippies but still not a b- on not this not deal sounds like kind of not no no not back in the bad not in a bad context these are the good hippies no not like Altamont these, hippies these these aren't hipsters these are hippies big difference big difference Hu- these guys. I mean, these guys are, they're, you know, they grew up in the 70s, you know. And yeah. I mean, they're all older than I am, but, they, I mean, they grew up in the 70s. They're all about love and, and just getting along and having fun and drinking. Yeah. And 
just well, I don't know. It goes good, back to good that, guys. Yeah, they, they enjoy guns. one another's comfort. I mean, uh, company, regardless of how long it's been. It may be a whole year for you. For yeah, some of these people are like I haven't seen you in a year, but damn, here come here. I see some of these guys once a year, and it's like when I meet them. It's like a, you know, like it's, it's like we just saw each other yesterday. Yeah. You know, we give. There's hugs involved. There's yeah. always hugs, and uh, do we? It's just great. I mean, it's it's like a family, yeah. but it's not a family that you have to see every day. It's it's kind of weird. I like that kind. <laughs> Everybody always bitches about that on the holidays, like, oh, yeah. but yeah, here we go. And they have uh, they have a tradition at this Thanksgiving where yes, at the feast. We have a big feast on Friday. Is on it like a potluck thing? Yeah, it's like a big potluck. People like everybody who comes camping brings food, and uh, we we like. Uh, we'll Do you work we this def- out before? Does yeah, so no, that way it's all worked like, out. Like uh, we have ten turkeys weeks no in sides. advance on the on this mailing group. Uh, they start working it out. Who's bringing what? Okay. Uh, and actually, on Thursday night, which I'm not going to, but the guy, the guy on Thanksgiving, the guy who owns the <laughs> land, yeah, on Thanksgiving, like. A lot of them actually go out on Thanksgiving. They don't even go to the family stuff. They, Fine. They go out. That's great. But uh, the guy who owns the land actually built uh, a pizza oven, like a brick oh, a brick shit. pizza oven yeah, out there. I bet you could put a steak in that bad boy and get it. Dude, they just, on Thursday night, and I, I haven't gone yet on Thursday night, but I really you want to. said feast. I really want to. But on, th- on Thursday night, they all bring, like everybody who comes on Thursday brings pizza ingredients, and they make pizzas all night. Fantastic. I know, right? Pizza, beer, and uh, I'm sure some tweed or something, but it's <laughs> natch. Oh, yeah. a bunch of hippies. I mean, but it's great. I love. It. I love these guys. But uh, anyways, ba- back to that tradition. Sure, sure. Well, on on the feast on on Friday, uh, there's probably thirty, forty people. This is a big group. It's a big group. And the uh, at, at towards the end of the dinner or the lunch or whatever. Uh, everybody gets up and and says what they're thankful for. How sweet is that? I know, right? It's like a commune or something, a commune or whatever. No, no, no. <laughs> well, it's yeah, great okay, though. But I love it though. I mean, and there's there's no weirdness or anything. Well, you it know? matters. I mean, there's no like to hear somebody really say that and truly mean it. Yeah. I mean, uh, a lot of these guys, your too. family members, you almost know what they're going to say. Yeah. But with this bunch, you really don't. No. Because yeah, y- yeah, you're not direct family with them. So yeah, who I mean, knows what they're going to say. You get some Nobody's really gonna say I'm thankful for Matt's wife and I want to lick her face <laughs> like uh, my buddies there. <laughs> no, you won't get that. No. But what was like? But some you of will the get sweetest things that but you, you will heard get, somebody say. But you will get naked hot tubbing later in the night. <laughs> if you don't, <laughs> then what's the hot tub what's for? What's it for? I don't even. And especially when it's out under the stars and everything. Oh man! I and should. he built a deck around it, so you can like, like, yeah, get on the deck. I mean, I, I've. I've rarely seen an in-ground hot tub. Yeah. And here's why. Because they suck. <laughs> you can't do any repairs. There's a lot yeah. of jets, a lot of moving parts in there. And if you knock over a beer or something, it rolls right in there. That's true. If you're in an above-ground hot tub, you knock something over, it falls to the ground. Yeah. It's true, man. You don't want a bag of wet weed falling into the damn no, no. tub. No, no. And if you have a deck, you just put your beer on the deck. Yeah. It's so great. he put a deck around that, then he has a one-bedroom... Uh, yeah, uh, place to it's facilities. It's really. where it's it's where he sleeps. Everybody else who comes for this camps. I so love that. There's like tents and RVs and everything. Yeah, it's in fact, crazy. you borrowed a tent. Uh, I'm borrowing. That's a yeah, your tent. Six person tent. Yeah, I Perfect. have a f- I have a four person, but with the new addition to our family, it's I have a quick story. Will Bailey, a frequent contributor to the uh, Jello Potting Cast, 
he goes, hey, man, uh, come out to my property. It's uh, east of Austin, and um, it's pretty pretty primitive, and don't bother bringing your tent. You know, it, you know, bring your three-wheeler and bring some food and stuff. He, he goes, I got a two-man tent. I go, oh, okay, it's pretty big. No, two-man yeah. tent's really a one-man They're really small, tent. yeah. And I got in there, and we're like, our faces are about, like, 18 <laughs> inches apart. I go, dude, I cannot do this. <laughs> so I turned around, so our feet were <laughs> either end of the t- <laughs> It's just, I, didn't, I was afraid yeah. I'd, like, lean over there and, like, give him a smooch in the morning or something. Like, it's, it, yeah. You should always go up at least two people. Seriously? Yeah, at least. Uh, tents are cheap. I mean, yeah, they can be, or they can be very expensive too. Yeah, depending on you know, I mean, depending you on always you pay want. what you want. Oh, yeah. Fuck, man. <laughs> no, I like the part about everybody saying what they're thankful for. I think that's sweet, and and I've I've also said this to uh, some friends of mine before who, um, I've gone to football games with, and it, they're a very generous family, and they have a bus and all this stuff. But they let me come along with, and I said to uh, my friend's mom, I go, you know what, I'm thankful. And I'm friends with you guys, and she's just freaking oh, she, yeah, melted. But that. I meant it, and she knew it. Well, that's why I she thought melted, it was sweet. Though. I mean, they can tell if you mean it or not. Oh, for sure. People, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's sort of like how like salesmen love to be sold to, you know. Like for example, the liquor store <laughs> had a line in there today because. Because not open on tomorrow's is closed, baby. That's right. Hey, baby, it's closed <laughs> tomorrow. But salesmen love to be sold to, and I and, and I think people that are are sweet like to hear sweet things said to them too. And I, I just you know I don't know what I want to do, Matt. Though um, I want to take a break. Okay. I want to come back. I want to talk about Texas blue laws. I want to talk a little bit about whiskey because we talk about sex and flex and booze and technology, vans. What else do we talk about on the Jello Podcast? Huh? Huh? I don't know. Huh? Urban Whatever comes to our mind. Yeah, you got that right. Uh, Let's get this going. And we're back in a few.
<laughs> we're back. Uh, next segment, uh, Texas Blue Laws. These are old religious laws that still cling, that are still around. They're still part of the Texas Constitution, which has like 5,000 amendments and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, they're not enforced, with the exception, and the most major one is like the example. You can't buy liquor. Yeah, liquor laws are enforced for sure. On Sundays. Can't buy bottled liquor. You can't buy any liquor, yeah. However, you can buy, you can buy liquor beer. by the drink. Yes, at a you restaurant. Can. Yes, you can. Stupid. Uh, you can. You can buy beer. Buy beer after, after twelve. Afternoon. Yeah. Have you ever been to the store at about eleven because there's a noon I game? Have. And then I have. I have. It's like uh, five more eleven, minutes, and you go I fucking run the thing. Exactly. You know? Come on, guys. I've been at like eleven fifty. Yeah. And I basically just had to sit off to the side for ten more minutes. You're not the first person to do that, I'm sure. Well. Most of the bans were removed in 1985 in Texas, specifically. Um, but the restrictions on liquor and auto dealers. They won't let auto dealers work seven days a week. That's why a lot of auto dealers are closed on Sundays. Why is that? I don't know why. That's the the rub is why. Why the hell would you? It's so weird, man. Yeah. Here's one. What do you got over that there? Over if there? it was ever challenged, it would totally probably be uh, repealed or whatever. But, sure, sure. Uh, that one must acknowledge a supreme being before being able to hold public office. That's crazy. That's the whole thing about the blue law. You, you're recognizing a, the church and a day of resting. And the thing is, is like it doesn't specify that it has to be the like you're a Christian God or anything. It's just a supreme being. As long as you're my not supreme being is that bicycle hanging on the wall <laughs> over there. I recognize that every Sunday, so and I make sure. It's damn so, sure, it's so weird. I mean, like Good as Lord. long as long as you're not uh, an atheist, you're okay. Let me give you a couple of examples. Old Texas blue laws—they all kind of overlapped one another. You, you, you could buy nails on Sunday, but not a hammer, because it was a day of rest. That is crazy. It is stupid as shit. You could buy a, buy a baby bottle, but not the nipple. <laughs> I don't even understand that one. Then you just you're you're just uh, you're punishing the children at that point. Because I mean, I have a nipple. I don't need it. Two of to them. buy a nipple. Yeah, superfluous nipple. Uh, the car thing was a new car dealership could be open on either Saturday or Sunday, but not both. But not both. That's right. So it's just six. It just can't be seven days a week. It's sort of like a gentleman's agreement among car dealers, but <laughs> I know car dealerships that are open on Sunday are damn sure open on Saturday. That's for damn. I, I got a good one here. Okay, have you? Go ahead, fire away. The entire Encyclopedia Britannica. Yeah. Is banned. Is banned in Texas. What? Because it contains a formula for making beer at home. <laughs> it's still on the books. <laughs> it's on the books, man. <laughs> Hot <laughs> shit, really? That makes perfect sense. <laughs> Google just shuts down on Sunday. Forget it. <laughs> That's a good one. I haven't heard that movie before. That's yeah, there were other products that you couldn't buy, like, in the, I said 85, but before, prior to 85, there were sections of the grocery store were almost, like, roped off. They'd go, just nothing from this aisle. Yeah. Aisle six, forget it. Yeah. Condoms, I'm sure. 
Here's uh, we're all, the government's always trying to get in our sex in our fucking bedrooms. Here's so. another beer one. All right, go ahead. It is illegal to take more than three sips of beer at a time while standing. <laughs> <laughs> you know what else? What's that? You cannot. This goes back to like cattle rustlers and stuff. Yeah. You're not allowed to carry pliers on the outside of your belt. What? Yep. Why? Still on the books. Because you're a cattle rustler, you're cutting fences, uh, cutting fucking cows out, and uh, oh shit like that. God. Oh my god! It's amazing. Yeah, the the big department stores really were the ones that spent a bunch of money money lobbying against the repeal of those laws, which is weird because. But what it was, they didn't want to fork over the extra payroll expense to, to to be open and things like that. Yeah. But now they don't. I mean, look, the market drives this deal. Like the big stink this year is, hey man. Um, you know, we have Black Friday. Every business is closed on Thanksgiving, so you spend time with your family. And a lot of businesses go, hey, you know what? Fuck that. Yeah. We're going to be open on Thursday. You know what? There's many people in there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Fucking sure. But you know what? The thing is, is like, they're, uh, they're not making Black Friday easier to be. I mean, they're making Thanksgiving worse is what they're doing. What do you mean? Because they, I mean, what's the whole purpose of Thanksgiving? To uh, spend time with loved ones and give thanks for what you've got. Yeah. Yeah. And so you're, and so what they're doing is basically taking that and the people they're, they're taking the people who are willing to give that up, and go shopping. I mean, th- that's their market. I don't know. I mean, uh, yeah, no. I mean, they're willing to do it, I guess. So I mean, it's it's their loss, but I, I would never. You know, we just scratched scratched the surface on this blue law thing. There's, a, I'm sure there's more uh, just absurd. Nails but not a Harris blows my mind. That one is just really weird. In New in Louisiana, you can get up in the morning and get in your car, drive through Daiquiri, seven a.m. Yeah, I don't give a shit what day it is, because they're like, fuck it, we want the revenue off the tax selling the booze. Oh yeah, but here in in like the southwest and a lot of places like Nevada and Texas and New Mexico they go we're we're for less government but in fact we're going to pretty much handle all the shit we think you can't do on your own it's just it's absolutely ridiculous it's it's this uh have we talked about this before uh maybe in episode 4 or 5 but go the, ahead the uh the there's there's this uh these ideas about what a conservative is and what a liberal is. Oh, it's blurred now. It's very blurred. And it's not even, most people don't even understand what it really means. And, uh, so. Go ahead, Matt. Keep going. So a conservative. (laughs) You give me white noise. Keep going. Oh, (laughs) conservative is, is conservative. Most people consider conservative, uh, anti-government, but it's not true. Not true at all. It's not true at all. They're, uh, they're anti-government when it comes to capitalism, but yeah. not when it comes to y- your personal your life. Your bedroom. Exactly. Stay out. I'm, f- I'm freaky in my bedroom. And the liberals are the, the, the opposite. They're, they're, they're pro-government in capital, but they want you to stay out of your personal life. I know. It's a tough one. But the br- we I mean, take it issue by issue. But they're the both, yeah, but they're both... They're both anti-government in their own ways, and they're both pro-government in their own ways. Yeah. So it's like you can't say that you they're can't w- win. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, 
You pick your side and go pick with it, your I side, guess. But if you're going to pick your side, and we always talk about this in the job, take it issue by issue. If you're blanketing Absolutely. every fucking issue with the, well, do yourself through the filter of whatever you affiliate yeah. yourself with, you're wasting time. And you just need to you need to treat yourself as an intelligent human being and not just some sheep. Good job, Matt Young. Let's that talk I just whiskey. everybody? Nope. <laughs> you got it. You got it done. Absolutely. Uh, let's talk whiskey right quick. All right. Let's do it. Um, we're at the half hour mark. We're going to talk a little whiskey. All right. Then we're going to break. And when we come back, we're going to do our music segment. And I'm excited about this one. Uh, bands that should have made it. Oh, I'm excited about this. Yep. Yeah. Uh, sax Offenders. And uh, then it's Roundtable, my friends. Jello Potting Cast. Whiskey. Today. Yes, sir. At the liquor store, due to blue laws, I had to get in there and get my. I had to, I had to make my purchase today. You had to go out early. Yeah. Yeah. You had to plan of, ahead. A lot Texas. of people in there, and there were two great-looking women in there. That's good. Selling small samples of. One lady was selling shamboard and champagne together. No thanks. No thanks. Yeah. And then the other one had a rye whiskey, which is pretty darn good. Yeah. Now I ended up buying a bourbon. It's not rye whiskey. But you said for a time there, Matt Young, that you were you were you were drinking some Canadian whiskey. Yeah, I and was. And you stopped because the flavor got uh, to be like overbearing or something. Uh, I just wanted something a little different. I think is what it happened. And but but yeah, so Canadian whiskey though that you were saying this rye whiskey. That's what that's what Canadian whiskey is. What is rye? A uh, rye. It's, it's, it's just a grain. Sweet. No, no, it's not. It's not wheat. It's a, like gr- a it's a different type of grain. Yeah. Okay. It, it tends to be uh, a little more uh, flavorful, a little more spicy, almost. Okay. Not sweeter. Well, I mean, you could see you can. I guess you can consider it sweet, but it's not. It's not like uh, sugar, right? It's just. It's rich. Fermentable sugar. It's richer. It's richer. Okay. So but Canadian yeah. whiskey's gonna taste. Mm, it's not gonna burn your throat as much. Maybe. Uh, I think that's more of the alcohol that burns your throat, but... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, person that sold me this rye whiskey goes, this is the same recipe that during Prohibition... Uh, uh, what's the uh, oh, she crime was, boss? She was pulling out history on you. Oh, my, it was such a load of crap. But, you know, <laughs> like, salesmen love to be sold to, and I, I was like, I appreciate the effort, so... yeah. Where's the bottle? And then I went over there to the bottle, and the guy goes, well, you know, if you like that. Yeah. See the one to the right of that, that bourbon over there? Come on, spend a little more, man. That's a really good bourbon there. And I go, well, you know, it's $4 extra, you know. I, mean, I do like bourbon. I'm not, I do <laughs> like bourbon. I'm not, you know, here's the thing. People will go cheap on a bottle, but spend more on a premium drink by the drink. So you buy $5 drinks, five, 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 five. I Just spend five extra on the bottle. I would... Uh, I'm I'm the kind of guy who spends more on a bottle, to be honest. Yeah, I think it's got more chutzpah. It, it sticks with you longer. But it's got to be recommended. It can't be just like commercial. I'm not gonna. No, sp- it's I'm like not that's spend like choosing a wine bottle because the fucking label looks cool. Yeah. Or the prices. Well, because you see they're commercial, you know. Well, like, Concho y Torra. Well, you're talking about you know going into uh, would you go into Twin Liquors or where'd you go? Uh, this is ABC liquor. ABC liquor. Okay. Uh huh. Well, uh, like I go in. I, I usually go to Twin Liquors, but yeah, I, great I, service I, because I'll, you'll get a person that says, "I always ask them 
I mean, because that's why what, wouldn't that's you? their job, really, is to to know the liquor. And I'll be like, is this is there a better version of this that's cheaper for less? Yeah, I mean, why I'm not, wouldn't I buy? I'm, it? I don't I don't want to spend less money to get a cheaper product because I'm cheap. But I, I mean, no, if, no, of course if, not. I, if I can spend less to get a better product, I'm gonna do it. That's not the like. Yeah. Yeah, in fact, the guy in there told me one time, he goes, Crown Royal is only able to bottle X amount of, and what they don't bottle as Blue Sock, they sell as Canadian Club. Oh, is that right? So <laughs> what in is in Canadian Club, the bottle yeah. is the same thing as Crown Royal. I'm inclined to believe it, but I've never done a blind taste test and said, okay, these we should do the same. It. We really should. We did bum wines on episode nine. We did. I remember that. We yeah. should do uh, <laughs> whiskeys on this one. I think somebody might barf on the deal, but but there's that kind of, you know, I asked those people too, like, look, Cointreau costs $40 a goddamn ounce. Is there something like that that doesn't cost $40 an ounce? Yeah. Well, you can try this. What about that little bottle behind the counter there? She goes, it's still $40 an ounce. Oh, my God. Just in a smaller thing. <laughs> Just a smaller <laughs> bottle. Tequila's had a, uh, a funny rise there in, like, the late 90s where, it, like, this boutique tequila thing came about. Oh, it's Do still you remember it's, this? it's still going on, isn't it? And then the tequila industry, smartly, <laughs> Mexico, <laughs> said we we're running short on agave plants. Yeah. So anything got to go up. Yeah. So now you got a bottle of Patron that goes for fifty four dollars. That's ridiculous. Yeah. You, know, you got Trace Generations fifty bucks and all. Hey, that. when you were tequila a used to be dog ass, and you could get it for cheap. When you were a kid. Yeah. Did you ever try tequila? Yeah, it barfed immediately. Dude, I remember like when I was a kid, I I smelled tequila and I thought it smelled like big those big. Uh, medicine pills, like horse medicine, almost. Oh yeah! It was just—it was horrible, horrible smell. But I would drink it now. In fact, I, I watched know. Urban Cowboy today, it's and weird. Scott, you know who Scott Glenn is? I, I don't. He was Doctor uh, Childers in uh, in. Uh, uh, damn it! Give me a second here. Uh, uh, Silence <laughs> of the Lambs. He was Doctor Childers. Okay. He was also in Apollo Thirteen. Okay. Okay. Scott Glenn is West Hightower in Urban Cowboy. Okay. And he and Sissy, Sissy moves in with him, and he's drinking tequila. It's that tequila with the fucking worm in it. Oh, yeah. And he goes, you know, the Indians say when you drink this, you'll see visions if you drink the worm. And I'm thinking... Yeah, when you get to the bottom of the bottle. Yeah, you're, sure you're seeing you're fucking, fucking <laughs> visions already. You don't even need the worm. But there's a scene in it. <laughs> he holds the bottle up and waits till the worm falls to the bottom. And then spills it on his face. And then it like chews on the worm like a, like a piece like of licorice. Like an animal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord. And then rides a, a, a fake mechanical bull uh, for $5,000 to uh, leave town. But that's a, that's a whole different thing. Wait, wait, what? What did you just say? Scott Glenn. He wrote. He was a. He was a. He was on parole. He was a prisoner. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) What he knew how to do was ride mechanical bulls, (laughs) and John Travolta in Urban Cowboy did not like (laughs) the fact that he could ride bulls better than he could, mechanical bulls. That is. Yeah. And West Hightower also worked the uh, the little machine that you 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 press a lever forward and backwards and it spins the mechanical bull around and. Uh, okay. yeah. Well, he throws John Travolta off of it, and then he spins the bull around, 
<laughs> it hits revolting in the face and oh. breaks his fucking arm. Oh. <laughs> and it makes him lose his job and hilarity ensues. But anyway, I, I think it all had something to do with that worm in that tequila bottle. I would I would I have so. a rule for you, Matt Young. What's the rule? Vaginal odor's real. Number two, all whiskey's bourbon, but not all bourbon is whiskey. You're gonna have to explain that one. I will. What I heard on the History Channel. <laughs> well, it's true. Well, well, whiskey. It's, it's, it's true. Like a re- if it's made in Kentucky, <laughs> then it's whiskey. Right. It's like it's like tequila, you, or like champagne, right? You yep. Like sh- like yeah. the region of Champagne. Exactly. Champagne. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you can make bourbon, you know, anywhere you want. But you can't call it shit whiskey. You just can't call it that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like putting if if you had three kegs of Miller Lite behind the bar. Yeah. You can't put a Budweiser tap on one, Bud Light on the other. It's like a major foul. Well, that's different, though. I mean, if there... Well, you can't call bourbon whiskey. Major foul. But, okay, well, here's... 15-yard penalty. Go ahead. If if it's a style, then anybody should be able to make it. If it's a brand name, then I understand. Sure. That's the difference to me. Like Bud Light, Budweiser... I think that's the brand. Those are brands. The style, they're both Pilsners. Mm. Yeah. So that's right. It's like, is it tequila a style or is it a brand? Um, I would say me, it, I would say it's this a style. Map. All so tall is tequila, but not all tequila is so tall. <laughs> Same <laughs> thing. There's an agave me. plant, and then there's hey, if it's, there's, that okay, makes tequila. Even if, if it's made it. from agave, then what do you call it? Tequila. Then it's a style. There's also a Sotol plant, which is basically a skinnier version of the agave plant, and they make a thing called Sotol out of it. So that's a style too. That's a style too. I mean, it is. But but I mean, you 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 know what I'm saying. Yeah, one's not better than the other just because they're. I'm just saying from a different region. I'm just saying you can't you can't you can't monopolize making something like that. Right. It's just I don't know. Whatever. Well. We're going to go to break here in a minute. What's the worst liquor you've ever had? Well, Jaeger, obviously. <laughs> Jaeger. What do you think <laughs> Jaeger's made from? Uh, orphaned boys and girls. <laughs> I, I don't know. I was going to say, yeah, I was going to say <laughs> uh, yard elf balls. But anyway, <laughs> when we come back, bands that didn't make it, that should have. Okay. I got a lot of problems with what you picked because, uh, so the listener knows that we kind of did a little pre-production. You kind of told me what's going on. Okay. Uh, sax offenders, songs with great sax solos. And I'm, by the way, I'm glad the sax isn't back. But to take us out, uh, Towns Van Zant, one of your favorite guys. I do love Towns. Yeah. How come? I don't know. He just seems real. Great songwriter. Yeah. Everybody covers the living shit out of his stuff. He is. All George Strait that sings Towns Van Zandt is George Strait, but not all Towns Van Zandt is George Strait, right? <laughs> all right, this song is called, uh, what's it called? If uh, I Needed You? If I Needed You. Yeah, who else did this? Uh, Bill Miller, uh, Emmylou Harris. I think Emmylou did lots it. Of, lots of other people have appeared. Um, anyway, let's bump out with this. We'll come back in a few minutes. Bands that should have made it, Sax Offenders, uh, and then we'll get the fuck out. Matt Young, Brian Upshaw, JelloPodcast.com. Thanks. He's my pain. I would come to you, I would swim the seas for to ease your pain. 
Huey, man. It's good right. stuff. In this segment, uh, music segment on the Jello Podcast. JelloPodcast.com, at Jello Podcast on Twitter. <laughs> Please follow. We'll keep you posted on uh, all the stuff that's out there that we keep putting out. We generally put out one every two or three weeks. Yeah. Keep it fucking fresh. Try to. Uh, Huey Lewis and the Dude. <laughs> this segment... Bands that should have made it and uh, sax offenders. Nobody offends more people <laughs> with the sax <laughs> than Huey Lewis. But I, I, you have a couple also. I have a few, yeah. Oh, man. I, I'm really going to enjoy this segment. Hold on. Let me bring it down. Where you building? We're going to find that sax Saturday Night Live filter. <laughs> I'm so offended right now. Uh, I didn't mean to. This is sax offensive. <laughs> this song Did also. Oh God! It, call out. You know what? If you're gonna be a successful artist, man, you, you know who did it the best? James Brown. Oh yeah. In Rocky Four, when he's like Detroit. Detroit City, <laughs> Dallas, and L.A. You got you got to make it personal. You do, yeah. And shout outs. It, it, that way, if you're playing Asheville, North Carolina, you can be like Asheville, <laughs> where you normally say Detroit, <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, they said our city." Yeah, amazing. All right, Matt Young, you've thought long and hard about this one. Uh, I've 
I thought uh, moderately hard. Matt Young, frequent <laughs> contributor, <laughs> one of the great minds in the Schofield Ridge area. Just thought long and hard about this one. <laughs> Is this the uh, the bands that should have made it? Bands that should have made it. The bands that should have made it. Now, this is there's a lot of gray area here because um, some bands I think that are on your list did make it. Uh, I'm doing air quotes here. There are some bands that should have made it, like multi-platinum, that didn't. Okay. There are some bands that should have made it, in your opinion, over time still been around. If they, and they I were think still that's around. where your, some yeah. of your submission comes from. And there are bands that you think that are undersung, and that's made it for you, too. So that's why I'll allow a lot of the shit that you put on your list. Hey, don't call it shit, man. I mean, come on. It's good stuff. Crap that you put on your <laughs> list. <laughs> okay, I'm good with on that. On the Jello Pod and Cast, we always talk about music. This is our music segment tonight, <laughs> and Matt Young's going to lead us off. Bands that should have made it, give me your first submission, if you don't mind. Sublime. Sublime. Yeah. Okay, now, this is a unique one. It is, because I think if... I think they made it. They, they did... But they would have been huge if the lead singer hadn't died. Um, the word is huge, but it's also like they would have been timeless, like ubiquitous over. Yeah, actually, I think if if you if you say timeless or whatever, they really kind of already uh, really, really they they really did do that. Sure, Lord knows people won't stop playing Everybody, their crap. No, yeah, you hear it all the fucking time. And right. I, I love it. If you're going to say them, then you have to say uh, that band that did. All I can do is a book of victories. <laughs> no rain? <laughs> who was who that? Blind know. Melon. Blind Melon, same way. Lead singer. You're died. right. You're right. I, I you're right. Your point, though, that they had a lot more that they could have done. They could have done, yeah. Yeah. I, lo- I, I really like Sublime. And that's why I allow, allow this submission. Okay. okay. Well, good. <laughs> I don't mean to cut you off. No, but you're let's you're keep moving on. Uh, for the listener. Uh, so my second was uh, Towns mm-hmm. Van Zandt. Towns Van Zandt. Yeah. Now we we bumped out with that. Um, we did. We actually came in a little bit. Songwriters. Yeah. What'd you call? Him? Well, he's the a, he, songwriters. He, people call him the songwriter. Songwriter. Well, everybody covers this stuff. And by the way, I'd like to redact a statement I made earlier. It's not Bill Miller. That's the guy who owns barbecue restaurants. Buddy Miller. Which is Buddy really good Miller. barbecue, by the way. <laughs> I got two. You're talking about this, this hey, is the Thanksgiving edition. I got two pies. For is this the same Miller, like up in Taylor? You're talking about, or is this Der Miller? That's barbecue? Mueller. That's a different. That's guy. Mueller. Okay, barbecue. Okay. Anyway, I'm sorry. Happy Thanksgiving <laughs> to, to you guys. Turkey Day. Okay. Uh, your second one was Towns Van Zandt. Yeah, Towns Van Zandt. Uh, he didn't. Now this one I can get behind. He didn't. Uh, he didn't get the recognition that he should have when he was alive. I think. It really only came uh, after he was when dead. When he was alive, he didn't get that. Yeah. Yeah, and e- even the money he didn't—he didn't really get. I mean, even up till his dying day, he was really well. Actually, I should take that back. Go ahead. Uh, I uh, there have been reports that with in the last year or so that he was alive, he yeah. was actually getting about a hundred thousand dollars a year. But finally, finally, yeah. And his dad, his shitty man, in his dying days. But it, like all that, all that hundred thousand dollars, yeah, was from uh, royalties from people covering his songs. Because their management <laughs> made sure that they got points on stuff that they sold yeah. and so on and so forth. ASCAP, BMI that pays and he got to the artist for he, spins. He got kind of screwed on, when he when he died. His uh, his manager and everything tried to. Anyways, yeah. No, don't anyways. It. I, I want to expand on that. The, these 
these bands that hire a manager that's like, hey, brah. Yeah, yeah. Those kind of managers leave a lot on the table. And and that's what you're talking about with this guy. Yeah. That management company, in his mind, he probably would have been like, I'm selling out. They keep making me do these effing gigs that don't pay me enough and and how i'll never like led zeppelin forever would never put their songs out and then finally in like 1998 they did a cadillac ad and everybody goes oh they sold out but you know what they sold the fuck out they got paycheck townsman's that he let some hippie wimberly guy freaking oh god yeah he never did that just amble on all over the place but after he died yeah go ahead his manager Took all the uh, should have died too un- <laughs> unpublished recordings and everything and made a mint and and tried to make a mint. That son of a bitch! He should have made a mint while some bitch still alive. And his estate, uh, uh, towns, his, uh, you know, his family basically. Yeah. Took him to court and they won. So the manager never got to release that stuff. Well, I think he had to uh, pay back what he or, made from or, it, or pay a point or two or ten yeah. on it. Um, I th- still submit that there should be an extra dollar for spin for the extra e-tax. Because I spell towns T-O-W-N-S, <laughs> but he got an extra E in there, and they should have uh, taxed him for that. <laughs> no, but he, he, name me a couple of artists that had a hit with a Towns Van Zandt oh, song. Willie Nelson, Merle Haggard, Emmylou Harris. Perfect. Uh, exactly. This guy. Steve, uh, Steve Earle. Oh God, yes, exactly. I mean, he was a he was a huge fan of Towns. I mean, yeah, he works with the guy. This is a great, great example. So yeah, you know, I I I'm a huge you fan know of what? Towns. Maybe maybe he was just a fuck songwriter and didn't want to be a performer. But no, but and it, that's why he kept it. But what kills me? I mean, like I I I would I, I'm I'm going along with you here, sure. you know. And there's obviously a lot of. Uh, songwriters that do that nowadays you know they're just songwriters and they're great songwriters yes but if you i mean i mean he's not he's not a virtuoso i mean he's, he doesn't have like this crazy voice voice but, but when he sings it's it's just it's all feeling and it's all just you know like who else is like that man i don't know if you ever heard him jamie johnson he's a nashville guy yeah he's huge fucking alky uh couldn't ever get his crap together and then finally about Six seven years ago, um, sold a couple songs to George and some other guys. Yeah, but also put out an album, and the album was unique because, you know, how m- a lot of country albums, not a lot of all country albums, song stop dead air, song stop dead. Yeah, he let the steel player keep going in between songs. It's like a Pink Floyd song or yeah, Pink Floyd album. Exactly yeah. that, and then he'd come <laughs> back in and do. It. He he did that song. Uh, should have should have seen it in color. Mm-hmm. Great song. Anyway, he's kind of like that. But I think they realized it with him. They're like, damn, this guy's image is something that we can put out. And they did. But with Townsend, they didn't, didn't catch that. No. Well, and we weren't ready for that, I don't think. Because well, this guy, what, died in 52, you said? He died when he was 52, yeah. Oh, I thought in 1952. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> God. Like, God damn. He was, he was born in 44, so. And died Why do I know this? I don't even know. Well, tell the listener, do the math for 44 to 52. Uh, he was 18 when he died? No, he... he Are you w- crazy? He died when he was 52. But he was born in 44. Right. Okay, so, so mid to late 70s. 
No, he died. Uh, see, he would have been 50 in 94. Okay. So he died in 96. Wow, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. And that's when he became big, too, actually. Like, in the early 2000s, that's when he really, like, all of a sudden, everybody wanted Towns. They did a documentary uh, on him. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, you know what else was big at that time? What's that? Fucking Timbuktu, okay? You know who that is? No. My I future's so bright, I gotta wear shades. There was a lot of light shed on Austin around that time because of Stevie Ray Vaughan. Timbuktu, oh, Stevie. Towns okay. But that's okay. Tabasco ties were in. Chili's just came around. Margaritas just started <laughs> happening. Chili's just came It was a different time. Was Chewy's around yet? Or? Mm, I don't know. You'll have to tell me. You're the Austin out here. Uh, All right, bands that should have made it. <laughs> I, I, Matt, that, that's a f- absolutely fantastic submission. I, I really like that. Oh, good. Um, you, you weren't sucking his – you weren't washing his balls on that one. It deserves talking about but what I don't like is when a young country singer just rips it and bastardizes it. It's almost like yeah, when Lexus just rips off BMW's well, car like designs. It's like, well, it's like it's so obvious. It's like, you, do you watch American Idol? Sure. I mean, I used to back in the day. Me too. I, I really. Right. We're, we're about pop culture here. I mean, I, I really don't. I haven't watched it in, in maybe a year or two, but like, I got that kind of time. Back yeah. in the day. Uh, one of the f- one of the things I used to do was Queen a lot, and I hated it. Word, because f- f- <laughs> Freddie Mercury is a genius in my mind. Really was, and give like, love, give love. I just love. I just hate how they just use his shit all the time. I know it. My the thing about Queen for me, I didn't get it till later that they were gay. Well, he was at least. I mean, Freddie was for sure. Well, and I didn't get that. Well, actually, Rob he was, from he was Led, actually from uh, Freddie was bisexual. Actually, I don't think he was just completely gay, but he was no, bisexual. No, he just had that mustache because it was Movember. He was he was bisexual. Men's he liked he liked both sides of the fence. Yeah, uh, well, it just goes to show how innocent kids are. I mean, we don't we don't care what your sexual orientation is. I don't is. give a shit, yeah. I knew the music. I liked it. I fucking I didn't learn until I was like 20 years old that Freaking Queen was about that. And I didn't know that Rob Halford from, from, uh, not Led Zeppelin, good Lord, kill me. Judas Priest was, I had a poster of him on my wall. He had a stock, a sock stuffed in his leather pants. I thought, oh, he's just got big junk, <laughs> man. That's how it fucking works. <laughs> Wrong. But it didn't, it didn't matter. And, and I think that when I found out that I knew that it didn't matter then, made it matter even less to me. Yeah. But if somebody would have told me when I was younger, hey, uh, Queen's about ba ba da ba da ba, and, you know, Rob Halford's. Well, you, you're uh, very impressionable flanning. when you're young, so. You are. And where, do you, where in the hell else do you learn that intolerance? From the people that tell you. Absolutely. So, anyway, other bands that should have made it. You've got a couple more. I got two more. I'm going to. And I know you're going to tear this well, apart. I'm going to fight you. No, it's not. You're not going to tear him apart? I think the listener right now will probably say what I'm thinking, so go ahead. Okay. Uh, I'll just go. My next one's Cake. Cake. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I've always been a fan of Cake. What do you mean they didn't make it? That's seven albums, Matt. Well, seven albums, but they didn't make it, like, in, what, the top ten ever? Did they? Oh, my God. You got a tablet in front of you. I swear to God. They hit Billboard charts many, many times. Had seven albums. The problem I have with them, 
Please tell me. Actually, it's not a problem at all. It's actually a, a genius idea. None of their album covers look any different from the first to the end. They had a brand. It looks the <laughs> same. All their songs sound the same. Even their covers sound the same. I think it's great. It's a good shtick. I don't understand why you think they didn't make it. What do you want them to do? Be you too? I guess they just... I, I need a girl with a long leather jacket. What do you want them to do, man? I don't know. Man. Where do you think they got jilted? I'm not putting you on Front Street here. I'm just. Where do you think that Kate got jilted? Are you sure they've been in the top ten? Absolutely. Put punch it into your deal there. I'll pause it for the listener. We'll be right back. You get your coffee. Oh here. my goodness! I hate YouTube so much. You the internet anymore. Here. I can't even. Get what I want. All right, here's Kate. Reluctantly crouched at the starting line. This is the one that, 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 that vaulted them. And thumping in time. The oh, green this is light a jam, flashes dude. I know it. Let's jam it for a minute. Uh, chill out. The cup. They deftly maneuver and muscle for rank. Fuel burning fast on an empty tank. Reckless and wild, they pour through the turns. Their prowess is potent and secretly stern. As they speed through the finish, the flags go down. The fans get up and they get out of town. The arena is empty except for one. Ladies and gentlemen, Matt Young refuses to look up stats for me. I'm telling you, this band made it. He, he's submitting them as a band that didn't ever make it. I, I completely disagree, and I'm sure I'm the listener right now is going, they have an iPad too. I'm sure they're like, dude. Uh, they were do. they a platinum record seller or not? They were, yes. They were. You don't sell a million records without hitting the fucking charts, brother. That's true. It is true. I don't, I don't care how high they climbed. Okay. But I'm guaranteeing you they cracked the top 100 with each song on every album. Here's the problem I have with them. Not making it, among other things. Okay. Cracking records and cracking the charts and all this. It's not a problem, actually. It's actually great marketing. All their albums look the same. They All do. The album they look, look exactly the same. The same. Yeah, yeah, it looks like a fish wrap on a, like something from a, a butcher. <laughs> I actually saw them live once, and uh, was it, it was during, yes, it was absolutely great. It was during a festival where there was like 10 or 12 bands on the deal, so they didn't get to do a, uh, like a full sound check. Like an extended thing? No, no, they didn't get to do a sound check, so what they oh, had they to do okay. was when the other band went off, they went up, plugged in, and they had to do what's called a line check, and it's what you hear in the line on front of you, like, this is before in-ears, this is like when you had monitors on the floor, so... They came up, and I remember the singer being very knowledgeable about it. He goes, S -s -s -s. He goes I want that sibilance turned up. Here's sibilance, guys. Sibilance, sibilance. Sibilance, sibilance. He goes, I want that sibilance turned up. He blew that horn in there. He goes, Brrr. He goes, that's feeding back. I want less of that. Turn that fucking guitar down. And then they fucking ripped off 45 minutes like it was nothing. 
Wow. He knew exactly what to tell that front of house guy in front of 5,000 people. 5,000 people will turn against you in a fucking heartbeat yeah, if yeah. you start fucking tuning guitars. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I thought, okay, they're pros. So, all right. That submission doesn't really belong, but go ahead. Okay, I'm sorry. Let's, let's move on. You should be sorry. <laughs> so the listener knows uh, I guess Matt, I did, uh, I, Matt Young's going to get flogged. I should have th- done more research. Matt, did, I'm turning down your siblings. I, d- <laughs> I didn't realize they were. They're they, your siblings. They it's back it. now. I didn't realize they made it. All right. uh, so my second. You did? I didn't. I didn't realize they made Ladies it. Ladies and gentlemen, we're coming up on the hour mark here. We've got just a little bit left to okay. go. And then uh, we're good to go. But no rush. No my, rush. Okay. My next submission is, uh, it's. What do they call it? Uh, Are we on sax offenders now? No, or no, is no. this bands who still haven't made it? Bands. In your opinion. That didn't yeah. ever make it. That should have made Portishead. it. Portishead. Portishead. Yeah. They had a hit. They had Their, they their had first album was Mid-90s. amazing. Amazing. The whole album was amazing? Yeah. Why? Because it was considered the best of its kind. I know what came out at that same time. What? Cannonball. You know, you know that song. I don't. I know what else came out at the same time. Fiona Apple. Yeah, it's all same the, time. It's yeah, yeah. You're right. You know what else came out at the same time? What? Bush. No, you can't lump that they in. They all came out at that same time, Matt. What? What, you are, you, wait, what, what are you getting at? I'm not getting at anything. You, you, you are, make the case for me. Make the case for the listener. They're listening. They're tuning in so they can hear. Bands that should have made these it. These guys are really good. I love their album. Well, give me one song that made of oh, the whole album, like their body of work. Is what made you you're mad now? No, I just don't know. I don't know the names of songs very well, and I have to look it up. Okay, look it up. Okay. Hey, um, I'm gonna go along with you on this one because a lot of people right now are screaming at the top of their lungs w- listening to this, going, "Fucking Black Crows!" or like, uh, <laughs> "God damn, you know." But they made it though, right? <laughs> Four non blondes. <laughs> Four non blondes. <laughs> hey, what are those guys that did? Uh, oh, what's the name of that song? Um, Two princes for you. They should have made it big. All right, you find a supporters head song. Uh, we're gonna bump out with some music. We're gonna come back. Okay, so uh, unless you have one more after this. Well, I have it already. So. Oh, you got it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this is, uh, this is stand by. This song here, man? Portishead, you said. That's what I said, man. All right. This song? Oh, yeah. This is it. Is this a jam? <laughs> it's a t- what it, Do what we need it? to sit back and let this roll? Yeah. It's a beautiful. Oh, yeah. Got that this is early dubstep to me. It is almost, yeah. It's almost early dubstep. It's very trippy. I think like they call it. Lot. They call this trip pop, don't they? Who's they? The industry. Just <laughs> the, the industry. I don't know. I like this a lot. Dude, this is way before their time. Yeah. You could release this right now. It's as fresh as. Oh, lady action! They had. Uh, they got a good singer. vocal. Yeah. She's she's great. Been searching, but I have never seen 
else came out at this time? Garage. I like garage. Wait. That's not the name of the day. Garage? Is it? Garage is the name of the day. We'll get back to you. <laughs> <laughs> Trip pop. Trip pop, yeah. Trip pop. Yeah, I guess you have to trip on drugs or something to appreciate it. Ketamine. Cat tranks. Yeah, of course. So the listener knows Adam is the last person you would expect to introduce this kind of thing to. Th- this is real chill. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think this is about 10 years before it should be. Well, this came out in 95. Did you put it out in 05? Yeah, they, it would still be a, a hit. It would, it would it totally would. be a hit today. But this goes back, and we talk about this a lot on the Jello Podcast. The industry Foists crap on us. They do. Yeah. Because a manager or a booking agent has a great artist. They'll say, I'll give you this artist for 100K at this show, but you put my other artist on this show. But I don't like that other artist. Well, you don't get this one for 100K. They go, all right. Yeah. And then we get fed crap. Then we get fed crap. But this is such a Good shit, man. <laughs> but they, these guys had one. Their first album was amazing. They won some awards, I think. This reminds me of Bjork a little bit, just maybe because of the lady thing. Maybe. It reminds me of Hooverphonic a little bit. <gasps> yes. Yeah. If you gave these, if you gave this band drugs, they would end up sounding like Feist. <laughs> <laughs> But the crazy thing is, is like after this album, they they yeah. really haven't done. Did they anything. quit? No, they well they kind of went on hiatus for a little bit, but they they've they've done two more albums since, and they're good. Sell shit. They're good. I mean, I and that's I've why I submitted them as a band. That yeah, they should have made, made it bigger. Should have made it. You know what? I bet those other two albums, when they submitted them, something else came out that was big as fuck at the time. It got could be yeah, clouded. swamped them. Yeah. What else, my man? Is that your That's last? all I got for that. Oh, man, I I like your submissions. Well, well thought out. Thank you. Yeah. Um, sax offenders is our next segment. All right. I know we kind of bled in with some Hugh Lewis in the news, but your sax offenders is so right on. I, this is where I think you've done some of your clearest thinking. I I love sax. I love sax all day. So all does, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so does, uh, so does, uh, yeah. Um, 
Homer Simpson. Who doesn't love saxophone? Saxophone. Saxophone. <laughs> All right. Uh, Bob Seger was a submission from that, you. That was one of for my, yeah. sax. Old time rock and roll. I know it. I hate this fucking song, but this movie was goddamn iconic. This is a live track, so it's you know it's not gonna have the same. They're gonna let it breathe a little bit. Can I move forward? Yeah, man. Get to the sax. Get to the sax. Saxophone. Get to the sax. <laughs> Where is it? <laughs> Can you find it? There you go. I'm so offended. Submit that Saturday Night Live and Bruce Springsteen kept the sax alive a lot longer oh, than they should have been. Oh, I love the sax, man. Are you saying it should go away? No. But if you wanted to start a band in 2013 or 2014, because we're coming up on the new year, would you have a sax offender in your band? Depends on what kind of band I'm trying to make. Yeah, if you want a barrel house band that does regional rock, gets paid about a thousand a night. That's a good idea. Uh, it, 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 have if you, you want to hit on radio, forget it. You ever listen to uh, Morphine? Oh my goodness! Then why didn't you submit that as a band? That I should have. I should have. I should have. Morphine is awesome. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna take a break. <laughs> we're gonna bump out one more sax offender song. Then we're gonna come back with some Morphine, and you're gonna tell me, Matt. Yes, sir. Two other bands. On the fly that you didn't even think about that you think <laughs> should have uh, right. should have made it. Uh, it's not going to be hard. It's not going to be hard to okay. do it all. Um, this song by Bob Seger right here, I think for some reason is a good good way to get laid. We'll be back, ladies and gentlemen. Jello Podcast. At Jello Podcast. We're at a minute fifteen. Back in a minute. Upshaw, Jello Podcast. All right, this last one—I can't believe we didn't pull this till just now. Biggest sax offender ever. I would say, yeah, the biggest. This guy put two saxes in one mouth. 
That's that's a he was a DP. That's offensive. That is very fair. I find that very offensive. He nobody offends more. Uh, do you know this song? I, I'm sure. I do. Oh yeah. Son of a gun. So he had a Barry sax in one side of his mouth. Sorry, I got a little gas. Brings back memories, man. This is like high school when I was do- when I was listening to this. Stuff. Reminds me of banging my wife when she was This guy's voice is just amazing. You said this is another band. You could submit this as a band that should have made it. To- this guy died. I sh- I-, I wish I would have thought of it. Because it it, it, it is a band that should have made it. It's good shit, man. Shit. How'd he die? I don't know. I think overdose, actually. I'll have to look it up. He w- I should look it well, up because I don't want to spread rumors. I'll look at <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen on the Jello Podcast, our integrity is impeccable. We never spread rumors about how the guy from Morphine died. Find out how he died. We're going to bump out with the song. I appreciate you being here, guys. Episode 25, www.jellopodcast.com, at Jello Podcast. Please tweet us. Love you guys. Happy I think, Thanksgiving. I think, I think I have it, actually. You want to wait for a second? How he died? Hold on a second. Give me one second. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. He collapsed on stage. Collapsed? Yeah. While performing with Morphine, his death at the age of 46. His <laughs> name is Morphine. <laughs> Please tell me it was a morphine overdose. <laughs> his death at the age of 46 was a result of a heart, He's old. Of a heart attack. Heart disease. Number one killer. Number one killer. Americans. We'll close Matt that. Young, lucky, <laughs> love you, buddy. Appreciate you coming in tonight. I, I really enjoyed it. I, I did too. Uh, until next time. Yeah. 